0: Good day to you. Welcome to Take Two with Jerry and Debbie and you. I am Jerry Usher along with Debbie Giorgiani. We're going to talk today about the places where we grew up. So be thinking about that. Did you grow up in an awesome place? Could you maybe not wait to get out of the area where you grew up? That is what our topic will be. We'll introduce that and flesh that out a little bit more in a couple of minutes. But uh, I want to bring in the birthday girl, Debbie Giorgiani. <laughs> Happy birthday! Thank you so very, very much. And
1: Jerry, if you would please wave for me uh, to our wonderful social media group that follows Take Two. Um, I would be on video today. Um, I'm, I'm feeling great. Uh, my heart is bursting with love and gratitude for everyone, but I cannot stop the tears. You guys are overwhelming me with great love and um, birthday wishes, and I'm just a mess. I, I can't hold it together. So I just want to say thank you to the Take Two family. You guys have the most generous and beautiful hearts, and I just wish all the blessings in the world for all of you. And, and I, I, I can say that on behalf of uh, for Jerry, too, because um you, a lot of times you've sent in messages, uh, birthday wishes, but you included Jerry as well, which is so beautiful. So we, we
0: just love you very, very much, the Take-Two family. We sure do, and we want to hear about the area where you grew up today. I, in my case, I say... Um, I spent several years getting older in a certain part of the country. I'm not sure I have ever grown up yet, but I'm sure you, the Take-Two family, you've grown up. You're mature adults by now. But we're talking about, you know, did you have a, a wonderful place where you grew up? Was it great? Was it okay? Was it so-so? Maybe you still live there. Maybe you decided to stay in the, uh, the little area where you went to school as a kid and grew up and maybe you got married and had a family and started a, a career. We want to hear about the places where you grew up today, what's awesome about about them mm-hmm. and maybe not so awesome about them, right, Deb? Yeah, that's true. Well,
1: it is my birthday today, and so it, it does get you to think about your life and where where you uh, grew up and your childhood friends and all sorts of things. And so, I just wanted to put out there to everybody from New Jersey, you guys are awesome. Uh, I spent 18 years in the great state of New Jersey. Um, still have so many of the friends. Uh, that I grew up with, um, and it's incredible. I I can't even. I, I'm so grateful for um, my childhood years. Uh, it was exciting. It was fun being close to New York City, and and the people are just warm and loving and kind. And um, I actually shared that with uh, Kristen. You know Kristen very well, Jerry. And I mm-hmm. grew up with Kristen since we were toddlers, since we were really little in New Jersey, in, in West Caldwell, New Jersey, and. Uh, Kristen and I were talking about that this morning. And um, it's incredible. We were blessed. And so I just want to do a big shout out to everybody in the great state of New Jersey. You guys are pretty awesome. I would come back there, but the taxes are too high.
0: And the weather's too nice in Phoenix. Let's uh, <laughs> yeah. let's be totally on. To, how about transparency here, Debbie?
1: That's true. That's true. Yeah. But it's so funny though because you grew up, you were born and raised in the Pacific Northwest. So let's talk about that because we we're the opposite ends of the country the way we grew up, which is yeah. very interesting.
0: Well, let's get that phone number out there because I know the Take Two family. You are, you have your phone in hand. You're like, give the number, give the number. Okay, it's eight three three, two eight eight. EWTN 833 288 3986 tell us about the area where you grew up if you loved it maybe you're still there maybe you couldn't wait to get out i was kind of in a hurry to get out i'll mention that in here in just a moment but uh, we're just talking about you know different parts of the country maybe it was a, a large city a metro, metropolitan area for you maybe for, like me it was uh, i grew up in a town of about 500 people so, and it was it, w- it was good it was good 833 833- 288 3986 come on you guys You got to get those phone lines going here make this Mm -hmm. another great program but you're right Deb I grew up on the Washington coast Mm -hmm. clear across the country from you Mm -hmm. right on the beach I could see the ocean from my house a town of about 500 people everybody knew everybody so of course you don't talk about anyone because it's gonna get back to them and then back to you but you know, it, w- it was great. It was obviously a different time, um, a much more innocent time. We've done shows on that, how when most of us were growing up, you know, things weren't uh, as crazy and dangerous in the world as they are now. But I-, I was actually kind of in a hurry to get out of there because I-, I wanted a career in radio. So I went to broadcasting school down in Oregon, in Portland, and then moved around, and here I am today. So, But it was, mm-hmm. it was, a, g- it was a good upbringing. It was Copeles Beach, Washington. Copeles Beach, Washington, if anybody knows where that is.
1: Very cool, so today's show, the topic is great places to grow up, so you can brag about your childhood towns that that you were raised in and and the areas of the country or the world. please call in eight three three two eight eight three, nine, eight, six. That's the number to call. You'll speak to Matt Kabinsky; He's waiting to answer, uh, your, your phone call real easy to do. And Matt will chat with you for a few minutes. you get to, he'll put you on hold. You'll get to listen live. Ace McKay is at the controls. He's our incredible producer. Um, he ash- actually sang happy birthday to me as we started the show. So uh, thank you, Ace. Michael McCall is on social media. Jerry's waving to you guys and put your, um, you're the great places of um, this country, this world, where you remember um, when you were small. And I think that's really important. Jerry, real quickly. So you grew up um, uh, on, the west, in, on the West Coast. We, I grew up on the East Coast. And we had the great state of New York, New York City, the city, um, about 20 minutes from where I lived. So can you imagine um, as you were growing up, you were super excited as you got older and older to go into the city? I mean, it was Mm -hmm. a big deal. (laughs)
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well I remember that well because when I was going to my tiny little high school of less than 150 students in the top 4 grades we had a high school exchange with a, a high school on Long Island New York John Glenn High School mm-hmm. and 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 they had about 2000 students so we actually we 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 got the big eyes you know cuz we when we took the when we took the exchange trip to New York to Long Island we did get to go into the city and you know mm-hmm. Empire State Building and all of that and our eyes yeah. just got really big and we're like yeah. wow yeah. this is what the world outside of North Beach looks like <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: isn 't that cool? I yeah. know, and you have to admit every every area of the world has a different uh, cuisine, a different flavor culture it 's so beautiful and to really experience that, so do a shout out for for where you grew up it 's very important, I think we celebrate our roots um, and and remember our history, especially as you get older each year. this is my birthday, so i 'm looking back going wow fifty i 'm um, fifty eight years. Um, and I'm thinking, it's amazing. I, I wouldn't change one day in, in, the, in, in the state of New Jersey. Although I love Arizona, it's, it's incredible. So why don't we hear from you? 833-288-3986.
0: Okay, get on board. Tell us about the area where you grew up today. Matt Gabinski waiting for your call. He's screening some right now, but there's room for you to get through right now at 833-288-3986. Well, it's a Thursday Take Two with Jerry and Debbie and you. On Debbie's birthday, she is, don't tell anybody, 58 years old today. And she is being (laughs) overwhelmed with love, thanks to Mm -hmm. many in the Take Two family and her husband, Marty, and so many others. So, again, a happy birthday to Debbie Mm -hmm. today. And we're going to get to your phone calls about the place where you grew up. We're talking about great places to grow up. We really um, are looking for, obviously, the kind of the, the bright, uplifting positives. But maybe uh, maybe there was something like, you know, maybe you had a Bruce Springsteen experience, you know, grew up in my hometown, you know, where the jobs were moving away. And, you know, just wasn't a whole lot there to stick around for. You know, we can talk about that as well at 833 288 Three nine eight six. Real quickly, before we go to the phones, I want to tell you about a stained glass nativity boxed Christmas card set from EWTNRC, the Religious Catalog. It's a set of 15, so if you've got a lot of friends or family, you might need more than one box. But you know what? It is not too early to get those Christmas cards ready to mail. And the religious catalog has beautiful designs, which remind all of us of the reason for the season. And that, of course, is Jesus Christ. One design is a stained glass nativity set. It features a glorious stained glass depiction of the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And the message inside reads... Let peace and joy be your gift this Christmas and throughout the new year. Glory to God in the highest and on earth. Goodwill toward all. That's from Luke uh, 2.14. So each box uh, includes, yeah, 15 cards and 16. I give you 16 envelopes in case you misaddress one or something. Mm. Just visit EWTNRC.com for other beautiful designs. And you get free standard shipping for online orders, $75 or more, in the continental United States. Just use code FREE when you check out.
1: I'm giggling because um, they did that for me, I think, to put an extra envelope in. (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, right. I'm
1: always making a mistake addressing things, and I get so mad. I don't like to cross it out. Do you like to cross it out, or I just rip it
0: up? (laughs) Yeah, it depends. Yeah, if I don't have any other other envelopes handy, I'll doctor one up.
1: Oh, you will? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It just bugs me. Um, Okay, so uh, tell me where we're going first. I've got the prayer book out, too, because in case anybody wants to do some shout-outs and remember folks from their childhood.
0: Let's go to Gunila, who is in Lubbock, Texas, and a first-time caller to the program today. Hi, Gunila. Welcome.
3: Hi.
0: Thanks for calling. Tell us about the area where you grew up.
3: Well, I grew up in a little town in Sweden that -hmm. was called Cedar Boy and it was a small town but just about 5000 people but it was it was very very quaint and kind of quiet and i lived there for about 6 7 years and then moved to another small town and I, it was it was way back time when you didn't have to worry about <laughs> worry about being out late i mean we mm. could pretty much Stay out till the lights came on.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: It was nice. It was yeah. nice. I came here in 1975 to the States.
0: Okay. Have Have you been back, Gunilla to where you grew up? Um, oh yes.
3: Oh yes. I oh, I go back. I go back every year.
0: Oh good. Fantastic. I, yeah,
3: I go back every year, especially in the summer. I go back in July, or August because it's so hot here, and I like to kind of get away from the heat for, my, for a little while.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Because it's like, when I was there in our last summer, it was high 76.
0: Oh, boy. So, it's,
3: uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: Is it still And the, it the, it
3: nice, yeah, yeah, is, is it, is it, it still it the, nice. the quaint
0: little town that you remember, Gunilla, or has it changed?
3: No, it, it's, it's pretty much the way I remember it. it. It really is. I mean, of course, it's gotten a little bigger, but it's still... It's still a small town, and it's mm-hmm. it's still nice, and I'm I'm I like to go there. I go back there mm-hmm. every year, so it's it, it wow. makes it it makes it fun.
1: Gunila, I need to I need to ask you a question. How many languages do you speak? I'm just curious.
3: Oh, I, I just, uh, I just speak Swedish and English. I took some German and French in school, but I don't really speak it well. I, I can understand some, but that's it. I, I was not really too crazy about the other languages. <laughs> English came a kind of more natural.
1: Oh wow! And English is a hard language too. So that's interesting. I'm just so impressed when, when folks grow up. Um, in 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 Europe or overseas, they just they tend to be exposed more than than we are in the states when you know we're born and raised here. Uh, do you notice that as well? Like you you have a, like a bigger view of things. I think you do, just from growing up in Sweden. What do you think?
3: Well, yeah, I think. And for for one thing, I mean, you can go a couple of hours. And you can be in a different country. I mean, mm-hmm. it, you can be in a different country in in a short period of time. I mean, like, it, you can be in three, four countries as much as it takes from leaving, I mean, going to East Texas here. So that makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are different cultures and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's, it makes it quite different.
0: Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Wow. Gunila, thank you so much for taking the time to call today. You have graced our program beautifully, and we hope you have a wonderful afternoon. You're a first-time caller, but you never will be again because you can only be a first-time caller one time. So we hope to hear from you again, 833-288-3986. You see how easy that is? We're just asking you about the great places where you grew up today on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: So please call us, 833-288-3986. That's the number to dial. Uh, we're going to go to Diane. Diane is driving through Minnesota, listening on Sirius XM 130. Hey, Diane, welcome to the
5: show. Hey, Jerry and Debbie. Happy birthday, Debbie. Thank you, <laughs> Diane. Thank you. Um, I uh, I was very fortunate to have been born and raised overseas. Um, I was born in Bangkok, Ooh, oh, and wow. uh, yeah, yeah. Everybody automatically says, you know, from where I've been, they say was your dad in the military?" And I say, "No, <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he was kind of working for the military. He used to work for um, Bank of America, and so he ended up providing um, banking facilities for the troops. But but he, you know, we weren't we were sent there, but not because he was in the military." Um, So that's how I came to be born in Bangkok, because he was uh, uh, providing services for the troops in Saigon, uh, you know, when the Vietnam War was going on. Uh, So I happened to be born in Bangkok, and then a couple of years later, they transferred my dad to Ecuador. So I got to spend a couple of years in Guayaquil, which was uh, very interesting. I learned to speak Spanish fluently. But uh, I can't remember a single word of it today. (laughs) I can understand a little bit, but but, uh, I can't speak it the way I used to. And uh, in 1970, we got transferred to Seoul, Korea. And so I went through my entire uh, upbringing there. I started kindergarten there and did did all the way up to seventh grade in Seoul, Korea. So my entire childhood was spent there. And that culture has been so—it's its a part of me, you know. Mm. Uh, so it's, it's imprinted on me, and, the, you know, I just carry it with me to this day. So it's a really, really wonderful experience.
0: Yeah. Actually, I was going to ask you something along those lines, diane. I'll let the birthday girl speak in a moment, but just how you how you were shaped you know by being in the different countries being being American, you know but how how those different cultures shaped you and and how you look back, I'm sure with great fondness on those times you you were sort of alluding to that. I was going to ask you about that
5: um yes uh, I, I oh my gosh, you know we when in school we were taught the culture we went through culture, you know culture class so we did Korean culture class we studied Korean history the language the customs uh, everything um, and and it really has it's really made me just just appreciate uh, other people's lives other people's cultures uh, other countries um, and and that's something I have to say when I I got here for the first time in 1978 when I was 12 12 years old and I have to say that uh, the people that I that I met here were were quite standoffish you know at my new school they were not willing to accept me right off the bat um, there was a bit of bullying that I endured and it was all because I was so different and it was because of these exposures to other cultures and that's really a shame you know, you, you can see that sort of thing still going on today. People are just so resistant
2: mm-hmm. to,
5: uh, mm-hmm. to accepting people, and it's really a sad thing. But um, yeah. I am just so thankful that mm-hmm. um, that I have these, these experiences. And I, I have mm-hmm. to tell you that going to uh, a DOD school, Department of Defense school, you know, all of the kids there, their parents were in the, in the military. So kids were always coming and going because right. people would get orders. And so we learned to look out for each other. And anytime there was a new kid who came in, it was like, hey, welcome in. Let's go do this. Let me show you around. And you just, you don't get that here.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we need more of that, Diane. We need to get to know one another and not be so... Uh, afraid or hesitant, um, because we don't, what we don't know, it, it tends to want to keep us away from, from other people or places or things. And I think that's very unfortunate. As you were speaking about, uh, Korea, I, I got the uh, privilege, um, to work with, uh, several Korean religious sisters when I was in parish ministry work and we had a blast. They are so much fun and giving and know how to live in the moment and are so full of gratitude and joy it was it was uh, i mean you just infect it was infectious you just kept wanting to be near them because they were so uh, beautiful to be around so i i can just from that experience i can see how you appreciate um, various other cultures and parts of the world. But this is how my brain works, Diane. So, so bear with me on this one. You know, when you go to these parties and they make, they play those icebreaker games and they always want to do something fun and they say, okay, you know, who's the person in the room that has the most interesting story or where they were born or something you didn't know about them or something very unique about them. You probably have used that a few times that you were born in the capital of Thailand. I think that's pretty cool. Did you?
5: Yeah that that is that is kind of a neat thing. Um it's it it is. I it it's just a, a, a stroke of luck to have been to have been born in Thailand. I just yeah. I just love it. I would love to go back there one day.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. oh that would be wonderful. I want to pray I'm going to I'm going to pray that for you if it's God's will. I think that would be wonderful for you.
5: Um do you do you remember um maybe at least a year ago when you had a, a call in, topic on your show about uh, things that happen in your community, mm-hmm. and I had called in, and I had discussed uh, the incident that happened at the DMZ, I don't remember if, if you remember that conversation, but there was a yes. incident. Yeah. remember that? that? Yeah, yeah, that actually, <laughs> oh, okay, that's what
1: I thought, okay, because I recognized your voice, isn't that interesting, it is that's so amazing, <laughs> wow, oh, hey, Diane, you're awesome,
4: wow, <laughs>
5: <laughs> that's so but, cool. Uh, but yeah, but that's that's just one of the things that uh, you know you, you you experience. You know, when when you live in a different in a different country, there's the different tensions, the the you know the mm-hmm. the arguments that go on, the things that mean thing mean a lot to other people. You know, that would mm-hmm. probably just not not get any interest over here. But yeah, but that but that, that, that's just uh, my experience, and I am happy to.
0: Happy to be there. Mm-hmm. Well, we're happy that you shared it with us, Diane, and called back into the program. Uh, you're a regular listener, it sounds like, so we really appreciate that and we wish you many blessings today. Um, as she's mentioning Bangkok and Thailand, I've uh, I, I mentioned this on the show, I think, before, Debbie. I wear a ring that spent about 50 years in Thailand, and that was my uncle's. He was a priest. And I, I wear his priest ring. It's just very simple, just a silver-colored ring with a little raised cross on the top, and mm-hmm. very, very simple. But I can see it's got these little notches in it. But the, the on the bottom part of the ring, where he used his hands, it's smoothed over. You know, isn't that isn't that amazing? Oh you wow! So
1: it kind of buffed out.
0: Yeah, buffed out. You can just you can just feel the years of you know him serving. He yeah. served the uh, the refugees from Laos and Cambodia and the Hmong people. So
1: yeah i was waiting for you to share that with diane about your uncle
0: yeah yeah i hope you heard i hope you were still Mm -hmm. tuned in diane yeah i Mm -hmm. actually visited him one time in in uh, chiang mai chiang mai thailand it's about eight nine hours from bangkok Mm -hmm. but uh yeah
1: i put diane in the prayer book i if it's god's will i hope she gets to go back and and visit where she was born Mm -hmm. yeah very cool
0: All right. We're talking about great places to grow up today on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie here on EWTN Radio. BJ, hang on. We're going to get to you next. Uh, We have Carol in Ohio, Angel in Ohio, Annunciation Radio. We know we got a special announcement about them coming up, Debbie, in a minute. Mm -hmm. And Jennifer in California. And Couple of open phone lines today we're making our way through another busy week of episodes here on Take 2 with Jerry and Debbie and you it is your program so here's your number to call if you would like to share about the great the not so great the wonderful the iffy area where you grew up anything about it you would like to share we all learn from each other on this program and who knows maybe you'll mention an area where you grew up and somebody's listening right now saying hey I grew up there too 833 mm-hmm. 833- 288EWTN is the phone number to call 8332883986
1: so my husband, Marty, was born in upstate New York, right outside of Syracuse, Camillus, New York. And I was born in West Caldwell, New Jersey. And, you know, Jerry, when we do, we used to travel around um, for all the pledge drives around the country, there were certain areas of, of of the U.S. that when I would get there and land for the first time and start driving around with the, with a the rental car, I started feeling like, wow, could I live here? Does this feel familiar? And I will tell you that upstate New York... And the, uh, the whole state of Ohio, I felt like I was in New Jersey. It felt so comfortable, so warm, so welcoming. Mm. And it's very interesting. So we maybe we can talk about that on the other side of the break. And when you go to places, brand new places, but they still feel like home.
0: Yeah. All right. Awesome. And as promised, like I said, we'll get to BJ and Carol and Angel and Jennifer. A phone line is open. Tell us about where you grew up today on take two, 833-288-3986. Be right back.
1: Great places to grow up. That's what we're talking about today on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. There's still time for you to get in on this wonderful conversation where we're appreciating um, where we, uh, our childhood experiences, where we grew up around the world. Very exciting discussion we're having today on take two, and I think it's it's needed. It really is. We need to appreciate our roots. Eight three three two eight eight three nine eight six. But let me just state up front, I'm a bit emotional today because I'm thinking back on my whole fifty-eight years and I'm I'm very grateful for everyone I've met and every experience I've had, good, bad ugly in between because you know we're sitting here today and having this great discussion so I'm very grateful to God so thanks you guys uh, Jerry we talked about the great state of Ohio well our friends at Annunciation Radio need to hear from you next week they're airing their annual fall share next Tuesday through Friday so if you're listening on any of their five stations across northern Ohio please support your EWTN Catholic radio station I I will be hosting uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday with Dave as and the team, and I'm super excited about that.
0: Beautiful. Okay, without any further delay, let's go to BJ driving through uh, Oklahoma, listening on EWTN.com. Hello, BJ. Thanks for holding.
4: Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. Uh, I tried calling yesterday, and I did. I wasn't able to get through. Uh, you guys were talking about uh, uh, miracles.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
4: Well, I, I was born in uh, uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, when I was born, I was born two months premature. And when I was born, my, my father uh, uh, enlisted in the Air Force. And I was in an incubator for 31 days. He ended up moving uh, to England to, uh, I think he was there for probably six months before me and my mother uh, moved there with him. Uh, we lived there for a little bit, and then we moved to uh, uh, New Mexico, where my sister was born. And then, shortly after that, we moved to Alaska. Uh, stayed there for probably four years, and then we moved to uh, Florida, where we st- where I well we stayed there for about fifteen years. And then my my father got out of the Air Force and moved back to uh, uh, Oklahoma. And then I, I, me and my mother basically followed him after he moved back to Oklahoma. And that's where I live at now. But my favorite place that we lived at was probably Alaska. It was such a beautiful place to live. All the nature and the mountains and the snow. You know, it was just mm-hmm. such a wonderful place to live. I didn't want to move.
0: <laughs> it, was
4: de- definite, it was a definite climate shock when we moved from alaska to florida because florida there's only two seasons hot hot and really hot
0: yeah and humid. hot or not so hot yeah <laughs> right mm-hmm yeah wow <laughs> Well, this is you, you, BJ. You have an amazing pedigree, if I can mm-hmm. put it that way. Yeah, um, you know, you've you've lived in a lot of different places, and I, I like the way you, you know, out of all those places, you you said Alaska would probably be, probably your mm-hmm. favorite, and I've been on an Alaskan cruise up there, so I didn't really see a lot of the the the, the state, you know, on on mm-hmm. on foot or in car, but. You can, just, you can see the beauty just on, on a cruise, and, of course, all you have to do is go online and look at it, and you, you hear all about it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think you're a very blessed man, BJ, to be honest with you.
1: Yeah. I would agree, right. BJ. Uh- BJ, as you were speaking and you were saying that Alaska was your favorite place because of the – the beauty in nature all around you all the time in Alaska. I couldn't agree more. You I'm not on video today, um, but I was, I was shaking my head up and down going BJ's right. BJ's right. When, when we, we took, um, A pretty a pretty long tour of Alaska, my husband and I in two thousand and and fifteen, I believe it was, uh, with our friends Laura and Glenn. And we had I just kept marveling at the trees and the 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 air and the sky and the just you you it felt so alive. It just felt like there was oxygen flowing flowing all all around all the time. It just felt very you you could feel it that God had a special um, a special design for the great state of Alaska. And I, I agree with you. I think it's an, it's an incredible place. Um, and I live in Arizona, so I know what you're talking about. You're, you were talking about Oklahoma and then Florida. And, you know, there's beauty everywhere you go, and you can find that. But there's something breathtaking about Alaska. Anything else?
4: No, that's
0: it. Okay. Yeah. BJ, I'm glad you got through today. Um, you mentioned trying to get through yesterday. We had a really busy uh, day on the phones yesterday. It's usually usually the case here on the program. So mm-hmm. um, we both apologize to those who try to get through and can't, but we also uh, say thank you to those who keep trying and, and are persistent and do get through. And in fact, if that describes you, there's that line open now that BJ was on. We're talking about great places we've grown up. Eight three three. Two eight eight three nine eight six, and we will go to uh, Carol who is in Port Clinton, Ohio listening on Annunciation Radio who is having their pledge drive next week. Hi Carol, thanks for your patience.
6: Hi Jerry and Debbie, thank you for um, taking my call. Sure. Yeah, happy birthday, Debbie. Thank you, Carol. Mm-hmm. Normally I would be there to answer phones but right. I have been so busy because of this last uh, voting issue uh, mm-hmm. for Ohio, I just I had to put my heart and soul into it, so right. I couldn't. Right. I can't add one more thing to my plate right now. Well, thank you for so all anyway, you do. Me, you're amazing. You're right. Right now, I'm sitting in front of the Toledo's abortion center, waiting for it to open, so I can pray for the next two hours with most amazing people that come mm-hmm. just to pray. We mm-hmm. just pray, you know. God so anyway, talking that. about Port Clinton, Ohio, um, I was born and raised there, and when I was growing up, there was about eighty-eight. Hundred of us there, 8,800. And I smiled because the first time I went to an Ohio State football game, they said that 88,000 people were in the stands, and I thought, oh my gosh, you could fit Port Clinton in here 11 times. You know, we were just so small. But Jerry, like you, uh, my little town industry has moved out, things have closed, but the 5,000 of us that are still there, I I I knew I was never going to leave. First Mm -hmm. of all, we're right on Lake Erie. It's an absolutely amazing view. Um, the people really can be as warm or kind as long as you treat them kindly too. And I'm not talking for the most part, most of the people that have moved in, you know, they're not townies. Like I am a townie and I love all the people that move in. I felt bad for Diane, man. I would have loved to have had her as a neighbor hearing about Taiwan and all of her experiences. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I grew up on a dead end street, 10 houses. And my dad's sister lived next door. My mom's brother lived on the other side of my aunt. So ten houses, you're related to just about everybody, and now I live on a street that I made sure was as um, uh, welcoming as um, as I what I grew up with. So I made sure I get to know my neighbors. I know my neighbors. We trick or treat. Have you know? I give them hot cocoa on trick or treating night, and we just have a good time in our neighborhood. And it's not a dead end street. This one, it's a thoroughfare kind. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, I think. And I've been mountain climbing out in Colorado. I've been down to Florida. My brother lived there. I think there isn't a bad place to ever live. I think it's what you make it. Mm -hmm. I really do. Uh, We hosted two exchange students from Berlin, Germany. They were a brother and a sister at different times. Germany's got a lot to offer, too. But I kept thinking, I just love a little town. And where I live in Port Clinton, it's in Ottawa County, there are only villages. Port Clinton is the only city. That's how much farming land we have around us. And I just, I just think it's beautiful. I can look out for miles, all the way over to Canada, over to Michigan. It's, it's. I think it's idyllic to live in. We don't have drive-by shootings. We don't have. Generally, have too many murders. You know, on occasion it happens. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a family
1: it, it, town. Carol, I agree with you. I don't know if you—I don't know if you were talking to Macabinski if you were calling in or you could hear me uh, talk about when Jerry and I used to um, physically go out to the affiliates, the stations around the country to help with pledge drives one of the places that I loved going and I, when I used to love seeing it on my schedule was Ohio and I, I just loved it because you, I would land um, in Toledo or Cleveland or one of the other areas and everybody was warm and genuine and, and welcoming and just really, really kind and i and i saw that right away you could feel it right away so i could understand why you would i mean you're a beautiful person you're a beautiful soul and you know so i think it's it's so obvious that certain areas certain pockets of the world they do tend to shine like that and i think you're in one of those those areas and it's and you're blessed i really do i i can say that honestly because i i have traveled around a lot and and i'm not saying that other places aren't great and they have their own distinct um you know qualities that shine, but there's certain areas you go to and you just feel like, wow, I've been here before, or I feel like I've been here, or I feel so um, uh, accepted and welcomed right away. And that's a unique, uh, I think, quality. What, What do you say to that, Carol?
6: Oh, absolutely right. Absolutely. But I do know that when I meet somebody new for the first time, I'll give you an example. This last weekend, we had crosses on our board in the back of the church for all the people that died that last year, and we gave family members back their crosses. They were invited to come back, and we had a little reception in our gym, and there was a couple with their children from Avon, Ohio, which is about an hour away from Port Clinton. They were just up for the weekend. They might have been, you know, getting their boat put away or their condo or whatever, and she said, that was such a beautiful experience, and I don't know what their ethnicity is, and I just said, where are you from? And she said, Ava, and I go, well, welcome to Port Clinton, Ohio. And she says, we just love it up here. And that's because we're pretty quiet for the most part. On um, the summertime, we, we swell to like twenty-five to 30,000 people with all the people who have condos and boats and mm-hmm. everything every weekend. Are there a lot of accidents then? Yes. But unfortunately, it's because sometimes the big city people will bring their frustrations and angers and say, get out of the way. And I'm thinking... Slow down, mm-hmm. just enjoy where you are, you know, just be at peace. And that's what I talk to people about when I, when I see them, because I used to rent condos out. I've done all kinds of different little jobs. I don't, there, I think to have a position in Port Clinton, Ohio. You might have to uh, work hard at your job. You know, sometimes it's hard because there isn't the industry there, but mm-hmm. um, everybody who lives there is pretty much at peace while they're there. The one mm-hmm. other thing I want to say is we're kind of a little bedroom community. Literally, it takes me 45 minutes to an hour to get to Toledo or 45 minutes to an hour to get to Cleveland. That's a piece of cake. Mm-hmm. And there is so much that we can do in either one of those big cities. And the blessing is we just drive home and we're in our little quiet bedroom village again, <laughs> you know.
0: Best of so, all worlds, Carol. I mean, yes. Yeah. Wow. It sounds, it's just. Sounds sentimental and romantic to me, you know, just to have a a pristine place like that. A lot of people come there, like you said, you know, to do certain things in the summers and all of that but uh, you you 're very blessed Carol. It sounds like so we appreciate you calling in, and hopefully you 'll get a chance. Thank you by the way, for your work you know on the that uh, ballot measure that issue in Ohio there, um, sadly, the way it turned out but Hopefully you'll get back over to Annunciation Radio and be able to help them out again because uh, Debbie loves the people at Annunciation Mm -hmm. Radio, and so do we. We all do, actually.
1: Absolutely. When Carol was talking, it sounds like a little slice of heaven. Mm -hmm. I I just love that. Angel, uh, Angel is up next. uh, Also uh, on Annunciation Radio, that's the way Angel is listening um, in Toledo, Ohio. Hi, Angel. Welcome.
2: Hey, happy birthday, Jersey girl! (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. You're one of the most beautiful people on the radio. Thank Aww. you so much. Thank You're you. Don't... I, Angel, I, I, don't, I, don't I, make I, me
1: cry I, again, okay? I was holding it back the whole show.
2: I love you. I love you. Well, I was born in Toledo in a in an old Victorian house, and um, my mother lived there for 97 years or thereabouts, recently died. And um, my father was British, my mother Italian, so we used to switch back and forth. You know, Monday we'd be a, uh, Irish, and Tuesday we'd be Italian. And it got to be so crazy wonderful, you know. And, yeah, we were spread between the city and country with farms and, you know, there would be cows and barn dances and, you know, let's go plant the onions kind of thing. And then we'd come back in town and have a big Italian party. So it was just crazy because we had both ethnics. Um, and Toledo and is very uh, broadly ethnic with Arab and um Polish and German, and so you really got a, an incredible variety, which made me want to travel, and I traveled all over the world, and I, I still continue to, but um, I love Toledo. It's my landing place, you know, in um, Perrysburg especially, but I want to thank you guys for all your prayers this year, because about four weeks ago, I got into a devastating accident in my truck mm. and um, total dead. I hit a steel pole at 35, mm. and I... 26 fractures, including around my neck, which I was walking up and walking around, with, you know, bones not supporting my neck, and um, eight breaks in my arm. And the Lord has been so good to me. I mean, I'm, I'm doing so well considering that four weeks ago I could have been, you know, that could have been it. And my birthday's coming too, and Saturday. Oh, wow.
0: So, I'm a November girl. <laughs> <laughs> 11-11 is your birthday.
2: Yes, yeah, you remembered. I love yeah. you. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's a great thing. It's a great thing to be a November girl, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, oh, totally.
1: Well, 11-11 is pretty cool. I've always, my, my friend uh, growing up in New Jersey, she was uh, November 11th, too, and I was like, you have a better birthday than I do. <laughs> I remember that growing up. But that is awesome, Angel. Happy early birthday. Incredible. And we're so glad. I put you back in the book to make sure you have full healing from that um, that accident and everything. And we pray that everything's okay and you stay strong, okay?
2: Thank you. I still have some burns going on from stuff, Ooh. but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Other than that, okay. I'm, I'm up walking around doing my own thing. But, you know, my best friends are from Jersey. And a lot of the people that I've worked with around the world are from Jersey. And, some of the most wonderful people with the best senses of humor you have ever seen. Mm-hmm. And I, I just adore people from Jersey. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> We're pretty quick
1: witted, um, Angel. We don't have any filter. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
2: well my boss was from Jersey. I was in public relations for six years and I traveled the world for him and he was a, an Italian and he was he was a piece of cake. I'd say he was a pushover. I mean Italians <laughs> are so wonderful to work for, they really are. Uh, as long as you don't get them angry, right? <laughs> oh my God, you mean me myself, yeah, I understand. My dad was one of these soft-spoken British, you know, and my mother was Italian, full blood from family from Rome and from Calabria. Wow. And um, yeah, and uh, my dad said that he only won one argument in 1955 when she had laryngitis. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's hilarious. <laughs>
0: Oh, I love it. Awesome. Great call, Angel. Yes.
1: Stay strong. Yeah, thank you. We'll We'll
0: keep praying for you, especially with those burns that are still clearing up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Too cool. Okay. So before we get back to the phones, Jerry, let me just share with our listeners uh scripture and tradition with Father Mitch Pacwa. Saturday morning, six Eastern and Sunday afternoon, one Eastern time on EWTN radio. Father Mitch digs into the sacred scriptures and the tradition of the Catholic church in this interactive Bible study program. I think Father Mitch does a phenomenal job. I'm just saying, he's amazing. I learn something every single time I listen to him.
0: Well, we always love first-time callers, and we have another one. Jennifer, been listening for a while, I hope and pray, but a first-time caller in Oakhurst, California. Hi, Jennifer. Hello. How are you? Doing well. How's your day going?
7: It's wonderful. I get to listen to you guys when I'm home in the mornings, which isn't very often, but I just... Love your program, and I love the both of you, and happy birthday, girly. (laughs) Oh, thank you so
1: much, Jennifer. That means so much to me, and I love your great state of California. I think California is beautiful, so you are awesome, and thank you for calling in, and tell us, tell us, tell us about an area of the world.
7: Well, uh, I was born, hopefully most people have heard of this place, but I'm astounded when I hear that people have it. I was born in Yosemite National Park. Uh, which I live just outside of still, and um, boy, I can tell you, it was, uh, I was just commenting the other day to somebody how Yosemite truly is like a utopia to live in. Um, If you think about it, because the people who live there have to work there, and so to work there you have to live there, pretty much, or in the close area nearby. We do have quite a few people now who commute. Um, But uh, we don't really have crime very much, uh, besides the bears breaking into cars or something, and that's rare <laughs> <Right>. anymore. <laughs> right. And, you know, um, we don't have homelessness. We don't have people who are hungry. So when, needless to say, for my experience anyway, when I moved away from home, I was 18, and I moved to another little town um, in the mountains, Twain Heart, and then to Sonora, which is a little Lodi, like a... Um, motherlode town, kind of. And then I moved to Fresno, which to me was the big city. And Fresno is about an hour and a half out of Yosemite Valley. And, you know, of course, the cities all have crime and homelessness and, you know, people hungry. And it was just a slap in my face. It was such a shocker to me. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when people go to Yosemite and they they just wow at all the beauty and they awe at what God has done. Um, I can't help but think about how blessed I was to actually be born and raised there and, and yeah. spend my life there. I was very, very lucky. And um, it's just a, it was it's still a wonderful place to visit, a wonderful place to live. <laughs> and I just I don't have anything bad to say about it. I just I, I had a wonderful upbringing Um you know it was a different time of course but yosemite is still a different place to live in and i would run around from the time i was 5 years old i was on the shuttle buses announcing the stops with the bus drivers by myself you know <laughs> so you know it was just a different place and a different time too but it's just a it was just a wonderful place to grow up
0: wow you should work for the Chamber of Commerce, Jennifer. That was that was absolutely amazing and it, it, you just got me wishing I had been there because I'm I'm kind of shamefaced to say I've been Pretty much every square inch of California, but I've never been there. I've been, you know, nearby city Sacramento many times, the Bay Area. I've lived in Reno twice, which isn't that far away. But the way you described it there, um, I've, I've relocated to Florida now, but you might have me uh, tempted to make a trip out there and visit Yosemite sometime. It just sounds absolutely stunning the way you described it.
7: It'd be worth a pilgrimage, let me tell you. You, yeah. you will not be sorry. And, you know, most people come during the summer and the spring But truly, my favorite season to be there is winter. Um, I can remember going outside my house and walking down, they call it Yosemite Village, and, you know, the, the visitor center, you have the visitor center, the post office, Ansel Adams Gallery, you've got the village store, you know, everything in the village there. And I can remember walking and hearing the crunch of the snow beneath my feet, and the snow was falling so quietly, and everything was silent. And it was just magical. It's Mm. just magical.
3: And um,
7: it it is so Mm. hard nowadays to find, you know, experiences like that. People Mm -hmm. really have to trek places. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I know I've met people from all over the world. And they come there and they, they say, you know, I live in a beautiful place where they live, wherever it is. And they're like, I just... I'm astounded, and this is the most beautiful place I've ever seen. And it makes me like cry because someone's having an experience, and it's absolutely wonderful to see. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, you appreciate God's creation, Jennifer. And, that's, and that just goes to show your, your, um, your love, your heart, your soul, your, your uh, joy, um, your gratitude to God. And that speaks a lot. So you're, you're a beautiful soul. We're so glad you called in. First time call. you got to stay in touch with us when you're home and you can hear us, okay?
7: I will. I will. And I just love listening to the two of you. You have such great voices. I feel like I know you. (laughs) And I, I love you're always uplifting. It just it makes me so happy to
0: listen to you guys. I really love you. Oh, we love, love you, you too. too. We feel like we know you too, Jennifer. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You may get we us too. as a visit, you know, to <laughs> California, and then we come for dinner, and we never leave, right, Jerry? Yeah. He's not gone. He's. We're not gone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got a squeeze, Bill, in from Morris County, New Jersey. I know it very well. On Sirius XM 130, used to play golf in your area, Bill. Take it Hi, away.
8: Will. Hey Deb. <laughs> hey Deb and Jerry. So first time. Um, and uh, although I'm a friend of yours on Facebook, I just uh, shouted out to the uh, the nightstand. I know you from Jersey. Uh, you're, you know, you got that Jersey girl look. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I grew up in Bergen County, uh, nice. but I know West well very well. My brother lives in North well And I'm going to talk about avenues or, or boulevards or what you mm-hmm. know in Jersey, Deb, because you grew up in th- that mm-hmm. situation. In Bergenfield, we had an avenue, and you had stores. And you had, you, you basically, as a kid, I mean, I'm 61 now, but when I grew up in Bergen County in New Jersey, you got on your bike and you were gone all day. Mm-hmm. And you, you went to the avenue and there were stores and there was a movie theater and there was a pizza place and there was your, your the athletic store and it was all small shops and Woolworths and it was amazing. So it's still there. It's kind of changed that town a, a bit. Uh, you know, West Caldwell. Uh, you have the Boulevard on Bluefield Avenue. It's still basically there, but it's, that that kind of stuff is fading, and it's sad mm-hmm. to, to see because we're beginning to see, you know, corporations and big boxes coming in and uh, strip mm-hmm. malls. But it's a great memory, and mm-hmm. um, you know that's what we did. I mean, I, you know, you didn't check in with mom and dad. You you were gone. <laughs> I'm one of five <laughs> kids, and that was it. And it was a it was the best life. Oh,
1: and, uh, Bill. Bill, you captured it perfectly. And I have to tell you I I so agree and it was a beautiful time and a place to grow up and, and we you know, I think we did appreciate it because it was it was so it felt safe. And it was fun, and of course, that great pizza, New Jersey pizza, Bill, way to go. Thank you so much for sharing and gracing this conversation Mm -hmm. today. Oh, Jerry, it makes me want to get on a plane and and go back to New Jersey.
0: (laughs) Well, fantastic job, Take Two family, as always. We really, really do love you guys, and we feel like we know you, you're part of the family. And we certainly want to thank our show team today, Matt, Ace, and Jeff. Thank you guys so much for Mm -hmm. the great job you always do. Thank you, affiliates, for carrying the program. Tomorrow I will be away, but Debbie will be with you, and we're going to talk about friendly gestures tomorrow, Debbie.
1: Oh, that's going to be a great conversation. And we didn't get to Francis and Paul and the others that are calling um, right now, And but please, you can always call me tomorrow. I need your company tomorrow. And until then, have a beautiful and blessed day. We always ask St. Joseph, please
5: pray for us.